Welcome to Jeans and Gems, everyone. I'm your host, Natalie Green, a.k.a. Natty Girl, a.k.a. the Hip Hop Genealogist. Uh, as most of you know, the premise of this show is to dig into the genealogical roots of uh, our guest family tree and then hopefully pull out some great gems that they uh, either didn't know about or want to learn more about. I uh, really started this podcast and, and this journey actually started 20 years ago when I started researching my own family history, but then knowing what I discovered and how it made me feel, I wanted to do it for anybody who would let me. So this show is an honor to do and anyone who comes on is, uh, uh, you know, hopefully feeling as happy as I am to help them learn about their family's journey. Welcome everybody. Um, Keisha, AKA Kenshi, AKA Snacks. Um, I'm elated to be here. This is something that I've been trying to get my best friend to do for forever. And we're finally here. So I'm ecstatic about it. I'm ecstatic about the information that we're finding out. And most importantly, I guess, without further ado, I'm so excited to introduce today's guest. He's a multi-platinum rap artist. He's your favorite producer and rapper's favorite producer and rapper. He's part of a dynamic duo from Queens. You know, I'm from Queens that we all know and love. Definitely a legend. I'd like to introduce with, uh, let me just give you one of his lines. Walking with your head down, scared to look. You shook. Yeah, you know who that is. No other than the legend, Havoc from Mob Deep. Hey, thank you for that uh, great introduction. Absolutely. Well, you know, really excited to have you. Um, you know, we've been working on your, your genealogy and your ancestry for, for quite a few years. So I think first things first, what, what you know, allowed, what, what made you allow us to get all in your, in your roots, in your history? What, what was the interest there for you? Um, what what allowed me to allow y'all to uh, get into the roots was my um, quest to find out, you know, I'm saying my true bloodline, you know, my biological bloodline. I'm giving a shout out to the people that raised me, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, can't uh, diminish what ro role they played in my life. But um trying to find out my roots, basically, just to make a long story short. Understood. So what did you already know? Did you have stories? Did you have an idea? Were there things you wanted to confirm or, you know, just get more information about? Or was this a, just a blank slate for you? The only the only inclination or ideas that I had was like from my mom's. You know what I mean? Um, you know, because I was told at an early age, at like around seven or eight, that, you know, my father wasn't my biological father. And ever since then, you know, I always wanted to know, okay, who is, you know what I mean, and how they look. So that's what started my um, journey. Sure. So in, on your mother's side, how far, I don't remember, how far back, like which ancestors you already know? I think you, you obviously knew your grandmother and grandparents, but how how many generations, you know, on your mother's side were you aware of? Well, on my mother's side, I got to meet my great-grandmother. That's awesome. Right? I, I got to meet her. You know, most of my mother's side is, is located in Brooklyn. Right. So I got to see them. Right. But it's bit. like it's something is missing when you don't know the other. The other half. half. It's like off balance. Well, you know, that is funny because when we, we first started this journey, I remember you, you had those names. You was reading them off. And, you know, the first thing I do when I'm doing any kind of research is the paper trail. That's mm -hmm. the easiest thing. So once you gave me a few of those names... We went back four or five generations to even the people you hadn't heard of them, but we traced the the your your Adams and your Caldwells, which is your mom's people, all the way right. up to fourth and fifth uh, generation grandparents. So I remember that once we stopped and hit that that brick wall, 
you know, I suggested that you take the DNA test right. because that, that would open many doors. And just real quick for the listeners' viewers, uh, when you're doing the genealogical ugh, genealogical research, right, you, you start with this paper trail. And it's anything from census documents to vital records, going to museums, going to uh, cemeteries, right, and gathering all the information you can, which is the names and the dates. When you hit a brick wall, DNA really helps take it to that next level mm -hmm. because what happens is you're now connected with all the other people that have taken DNA that you match with. So you were, you know, interested enough to, to dig deeper and you allow me to, to take your DNA, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so sounds weird. Take, take your DNA. <laughs> permission. But um, with that said, like, what were you, what were you <coughs> hoping to gain or what did you think that would uh, at least get you closer to? Um, you know, giving up the DNA, uh, you know, I was just thinking like, you know, maybe like a Hail Mary might happen, like, you right. know, like from deep, like, yo, guess who this <laughs> is, you know what I'm saying? So I'm never scared to give up my DNA because I'm not a criminal. So, <laughs> so yeah, and it's funny because then I have a lot of clients who, who, who are against it. But what I would say is that once you did that, the way the floodgates opened up mm -hmm. was amazing. You know, we found Keith, over 9,000 uh, DNA relatives, relatives yeah. distant cousins, right? And so once we did that, you know, th this is 9,000 people to pick from. But what made that so unique is that uh, what Ancestry does, it breaks it down to parent one and parent two. So mm. we knew the Adams, the Caldwells, and all the other names that were associated with, with parent one, who was your mom. But parent two had the closest DNA match. So of all, of all, of all time. I mean, and so close it said it was either first or second cousin. So, um how did you feel when, when we found that you had a, a first cousin on your dad's side or first or second cousin? Okay, so the first cousin, like, it, it, it didn't really <laughs> rattle me. You know what I mean? I was like, okay, we all got first cousins. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Who are they? You know right. what I'm saying? And the rabbit hole that it created really, <laughs> <laughs> really uh, frazzled me and rattled me. Yeah, you know, it was funny because uh, I'm not going to share the person's first name, but their last name was Sermon. And so. Right. I'm the right. hip hop genealogist. So, right. you know, when you hear the name Sermon, I mean, what do you think of? Immediately. Right. Yeah. Immediately. You think of Eric Sermon. So we like, boom, he's going to be Eric Sermon's cousin, and Eric's going to be able to tell us who the biological father is, yeah. and it's all going to end there. And it didn't. <laughs> um, and and it's it's by no, you know, it, it, the thing is that Sermon wasn't, isn't, wasn't the, um, the last name of your biological father. So it wasn't this instant connection right. that, oh, this must be his niece and nephew um fast forward to literally a couple weeks ago a couple of days ago but, but in between all of that well, in between yes we should in between all of that you know i asked eric sermon like hey do you know this person <laughs> and he got back to me and said yeah i do know that lady my mother said x y and z and that's where it kind of stopped because okay. i was like Okay, you know her, but you can't tell me any definitive information. About but her. we did start calling each other cousins after that because we are cousins, right? It like, is, yeah. Based on the sermon thing, because she popped up on my DNA. Yep, at some point we're and all then, related, right? Right. We, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, it don't get no better than that. Yeah. So, me and Eric Sermon are cousins, whether it's third, fourth, fifth, right. whatever it is. We are cousins, and that was just amazing. That was that was yeah. a big one for us. And, and let me tell you, when I was thirteen, I was the super duper uh, EPMD yeah, fan. Right. Absolutely, you know what I'm saying? Twelve and all of that, like, yeah. What you understand what I'm saying? Like, 
EPMD. Yeah, I mean, you know, a, you know a, another super group, another right. hip hop, you exactly. know, legendary group. You know, so what being mean? on exactly. that topic, when you did find out about your your lineage, when you found out, like you know how when you when you do the swab, they also break it down as far as like mm-hmm. the percentages, percentage, percentages, percentages mm-hmm. of where you're from. How did you feel about what you found well, out? Wait, let's let's remind him because I don't know if you know exactly the numbers, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Let me see, because um, I have my notes here. You are uh, 96% African. Well, ha- from there African regions, there right? There go. But then you have 3% that is European and 1% indigenous. I mean, is that shocking to you? or? Nah, it's not a so- shocking to me, because, you know, people travel the planet. And they, you know, saying they was partying with everybody. <laughs> party, you know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Uh, I mean, I, I thought like that was that first link when we, you know, the Eric Sermon. I definitely thought we were going to hit the We was on to something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this is to my other point that in addition to the paper trail and the vital records and the DNA, there's also communication, right? You talk to, to Eric Sermon, but you also had reached out to, I guess, a second or third cousin that was right. that was a match. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the information, you, and you can share, I guess, the information that you gathered just from reaching out to that person. Right. So. So we had Marilyn Sermon, and then there was somebody named Ariel Sermon, right? So Marilyn Sermon did not have uh, any pictures, right? right? But we knew she was older, right, because of the profile. Exactly. But Ariel Sermon was, she had a picture, and obviously she was younger, way younger than me, uh, you know. So I asked Marilyn, and I asked Ariel, and Ariel was the only one to uh, respond. So I said, Ariel... Who is Marilyn Sermon? She said, that's my grandmother. Right. I said, okay, cool. That's your grandmother does the word. What is her maiden name? Sure. And she said, settles. And then that's when I was like, okay, bye. See you later. Because that's not the name I was looking for. Right. Um, And then I just kind of dropped the ball. But that I shouldn't have did that. I should have came back to you <laughs> and just hit you with the name settles. And that was probably the breakthrough. Well, that definitely opened the floodgates. I mean, it just, again, leads to the conversation that this whole research, this whole journey doesn't, again, stop at Ancestry.com or or Paper Trail, even DNA. It's communicating, right? Can you find people that can maybe fill in the blanks for you, right? And so once once having given me the uh, maiden name to the, the the first slash second cousin that we found, her her married name was Sermon, but her maiden name was Settles. Mm. So I, you know, still I'm like Settles is not Dixon, which is his uh, father's um, name, right? So we're stuck. But he gave me another hint. Why? Because he talked to his mom. He said, "Well, mom, you know, my dad's name. You know, do you recognize any other names?" And there was a name that came up as Dorothy. I think mm. Dorothy was was his mother. Wow. So what I was able to do is go back to the paper trail, the the first part, and see that in fact there was a Dorothy Settles. In the same household, grew up with the sermon. Marilyn Sermon. Sermon, Wow. And so that is when the floodgates really (laughs) opened. Wow. So Dorothy Settles Mm -hmm. ended up marrying a man named William Robert Dixon. Dixon, the name that we was looking for. And that's the name we were looking for in the beginning. Interesting. um, We found, so not only did we find... The biological, you know, we knew his biological father and and grandmother, but now we found his biological grandfather. And um, 
Yeah. Well, you know what? Have before you even say that, but, you know, I gave Keith some insight. So uh, why don't you tell us about who uh, who his granddad was? Um, so I think you're going to be surprised to find out. Oh well, no, he knows. Oh well, then for our audience, you guys are going to be <laughs> thrilled to find out. As I'm sure he was, that his grandfather Bill Dixon. And we found that he's an American composer, renowned jazz artist, played multiple instruments founded the Jazz Society at the United Nations, and is in the Guinness Books for Who's Who in Jazz. How do you feel about that? I'm not surprised. (laughs) You understand what I'm saying? Because of how I feel as a person, what was already built into me, you know what I'm saying, naturally, but not knowing where it came from, Mm -hmm. and then finally finding out the DNA of of which I came, is like, now it all makes sense. That wasn't the only thing that we found out about your grandfather, Bill Dixon. We found that he's a visual arts, studied painting at Boston University in the 1950s. I mean, you know, it just came full circle for me, right? Because this whole quest of trying to find out who my biological father was, just simply to know uh, where I came from, right? It really made me more of a believer in DNA, right? And nothing happens by chance. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, My biological grandfather was a musician. You understand what I'm saying? And he was an artist. I went to the high school of art and design. Mm -hmm. You understand? And I didn't know this man a day of my life. You understand? So it's not like I seen him and said, okay, let me be an artist too. It was already in my blood. Genetics. You know, it was in my genetics. And the, and the musician part, you know, because I love music. Like, I I love music more than I think anybody loves music. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I really love it. I love it so much that I can't just listen to it regularly. I listen to it and I dissect it when I listen to it. You understand you what I'm saying? Elements, yeah, everything yeah. behind it. I'm, I'm I'm like, uh, what do they reverse engineering mm-hmm. it? You know mm-hmm. what I mean, so to speak. Um, so when I found that out. You know, almost like a tear was coming to my eye. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, wow, for real? You know what I mean? Because, you know, me as a black man, us as black people, you know, you grow up sometimes not, they give us these books in school and say, you was a slave, you was brought here. They don't say where you was brought Mm -hmm. from and you was a slave and then whatever. You understand what I'm saying? Nah, that's not my story, kid. You feel me? That's not my story. My story is this right here. Yeah. Matter of fact, I come from Saint. I ain't even yeah, want to say yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to bring that back a little bit, too, because, you know, for me, you, you hit on a really, really important topic. This is one of the reasons why I got into this, this type of research and I had interest. I remember being a young child in class and having these family projects. And, you know, I was usually the only black child in the class when I lived in Massachusetts or one of one of two, right? And so all my classmates were able to say, I'm the great, great grand of, you know, George Washington. And my family came over in the Mayflowers from Massachusetts. And I remember sitting there twiddling my thumbs. It's what, what can I say? And there were things that I could say. And what I did know about my family history is that my my family's name is Jefferson. Mm. So I had been told since I was a small child, I'm a descendant of Thomas Jefferson, mm. president. When I said that in second grade, oh, my teacher laughed at me. Mm-hmm. And said, oh, no, no, honey, that that's not you. Mm. 
And mm. back to our DNA quest, when I took my DNA probably seven years ago, I am related to multiple dozens and mm. dozens of Thomas oh, Jefferson wow. descendants. Not only that, I followed the paper trail to my great, great, great grandfather, Elijah Jefferson. I'm a, I'm a Jefferson. I'm a dead. Well, now we can go into what that means, right? <laughs> to be a descendant of Thomas <laughs> Jefferson. That's a whole nother story, but it's to your point where this, this narrative or what they try to tell us who we are, where we came from. We are in a position to debunk that every single time. Um, another thing I want to bring up, which I, I think, and we talked about this before, you know, we went to the, uh, uh, African American Museum, saw mm-hmm. Mob Deep in there, and it was so mm-hmm. amazing because it's like your grandchildren, your great grandchildren have this legacy. You know, our great granddad was uh, in this group, and he did these amazing things, and he had all these accomplishments. How does it feel now that they're going to be able to say our great 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 great, great, great. <laughs> is is is, is uh, you know was also there? I mean, this is this is this is big. This music is in your blood. It, it, it is big. Music is in my blood, but. For my future generations to come mm-hmm. and for my legacy, mm-hmm. even if they're not into music and they don't choose that path, mm-hmm. at least they, they know, know they where they come from. Idea. And that's and that's what, that's just, I don't know, that's unmatched. I, I think that is that's really awesome. Yeah. So we did find <laughs> some more stuff just in the <laughs> last few days, and I Thank wanted you. to save the reveal for now. But um, you have to play a game to get the information. Okay, I'm with it. All right. I'm um, game. I'm game. Okay, so the game is called... Called two truths and a lie. Two truths and a lie. So you know, two other things. No, this first time. So it's gonna. Be, I'm gonna tell you three things, and out of the three things, I'm gonna say two of them are true. Okay. So I guess you're gonna have to explain, or you're gonna let us know which, which one is the lie. Feel are the truth. Okay. Or the truth. Okay. Got you. Copy. All right. So the first one is you have family that immigrated to America through Ellis Island. Mm-hmm. Number two is your third great grandfather fought in the Civil War, mm-hmm. and the third is you're a distant relative of Abraham Lincoln. Okay, I think the Abraham Lincoln is not true, and the other are uh, true. Okay, well, okay. all right, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> like, we, we're gonna give we're gonna give a little history to each of those. So, although, am I right? You, you're right. right. <laughs> although you're not related to Abraham Lincoln, the president. You have a second great uncle whose name is Abraham Lincoln Farabee, and he was a reverend in North Carolina. There's a great um, uh, a book out there, a narrative that you can read from. Um, it's another reverend. It wasn't Abraham Lincoln Farabee, who was your, your uncle, but it's one of your cousins or distant cousins who wrote about his time in slavery and his time being free and his ministry. You have family that immigrated here um, through Ellis Island. So I know you, you kind really? of knew this. Those, yes, they came from St. Kitts. Yes, they wow. did. And so, the crazy thing about it and us conversing about it, I come to find out that I actually know a couple of your family members. I'm not really sure where on the um, your tree they are, but I know they're there because you actually share resemblance to a friend wow. of mine growing up father. Wow. So it's it's deep. It's wow. such a deep connection. Deep. They came and, you know, where they uh, moved to in 1903? Queens. They moved, they moved to <laughs> so Queens. You've been in Queens. Your family been in Queens <laughs> for a minute. And they came over. I mean, in the documentation, we have the documents from Ellis Island that wow. show their signature going, going to, it shows who they were going to visit and then eventually live with because you had to have a place where you're going to go when you, when you, like right. a sponsor, right. when you right. hit America. So, right. yes, that one is true. And this one, I was really excited about this one because it, it, well, 
I'll just lay it out. So you're, is it the third great? Third um, great grandfather. Your third great grandfather, William Faraby, fought in the Civil War. Okay. In my, I have I have one, but this really knocked me out. He was a sergeant. In the, in the for the U.S. Colored Troops, the thirty eighth Infantry. Wow, you have, line, you have a line of power. Wow, they were very vocal, and your family wow. like they didn't take anything lying down. Yeah, no I mean, doubt. and we're talking. I mean, this man he owned his own home in nineteen hundred. I mean, think about Which is that. Probably person. unheard of. Uh, exactly. I mean, it's it's home ownership is not easy for everybody right no. now. Period. So imagine in the nineteen fifties. No, nineteen hundred. Nineteen. Oh so my I'm God! A, I'm a he, part of. I'm a part of a crew of gangsters. Oh yeah. What? This what is saying? the man that was in bondage. Yeah. Was, was freed. So uh, I'm learning more about the 38th. Infantry, and where did he live? North Carolina, and he passed away in Virginia. Wait, till, uh, there's more. Let me let me just, just set the picture up for you. So the the 38th uh, U.S. Colored Troop Infantry. These were men who escaped slavery or were freed by the Union Army. So I'm not sure. We 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 need a little more time to find out how exactly he got free from bondage. But either way, he was either freed. I'm thinking because of the Farabees, he might have been freed by by that connection, or he escaped. Either way, he ended up on this infantry and became a sergeant mm. and led. We're talking about mm. and led it on and survived and lived and, and, and had a house. We're talking about the eighteen. <laughs> and when it was all over, he went and got a crib and yeah. chill. Yeah. So what's really <laughs> and he get killed in the war? No. Mm-mm. What's really awesome about this is that there is a memorial in uh for him for him well it's for that it's for that infantry. Um, the infantry, infantry for the infantry yeah so in north carolina it's actually in lexington park maryland so not too far oh, really? from here there's a whole there's a statue that that was resurrected of, of right, a, right. A, like a depiction of one of the soldiers there's a whole uh summary about everything they did there's a little park so you i advise you check it out but i'm going to visit it's that. probably going to be some pictures you probably if you go there the breakdown of it in the museum. They'll probably have actual probably footage. Probably find pictures of that of too. Him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was probably so. There were three um, soldiers that were part of the infantry that received the Medal of Honor. Um, so I know there's a lot of a lot of stuff, a lot more stuff that we could discover. Um, another thing is he has an actual um, grave. He, he has a, his his headstone. It's he's a he has a. And I'm, I don't want to say it's in the wrong place. This is my great, great, great grandfather. Great, great, great. Yep. He's buried at the National Cemetery in Hampton, Virginia. Wow. And he has a headstone with his full name. And, and it's, um, I think, something you're going to want to see. And what's, the, what's the last name on it? The Heatherby, you said? Farabee. Farabee? Yes. F-E-R-E-B-E-E. So like, I come from a Farabee. 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 <laughs> and they're out of um, Currituck. County, North Carolina. So there's a, a bunch of history about the Farabees there, but just about this this particular ancestor, Maryland. You can go as close as Maryland to see some. So I could go to Maryland and I could see that. Yep. Isn't it interesting if we yeah. can actually, like she said, delve in it a little bit deeper? You might may even be able to see the house or the location of where the house was that he first purchased in. Yeah, oh. I mean, my thought is if they kept that, they probably kept that land, and you, you know, you can go it might your, be in the family. Yeah, go meet your family. And they're gonna be like, I'm your family. Yeah, yeah, yep. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Absolutely. Wow. So, wow. I mean, with all that, <laughs> this is. I mean, I'll let you ask Keish. Do you have any any questions directly? So, with if you could talk to a person alive or deceased on your family tree, who would it be? Why? 
and what would you want to say or ask? Okay. That's a lot to, uh, <laughs> to absorb. Yes. Uh, well, yes. let's just start with if, if I mean, just you got a but lot I, But I got it, though. Okay. All right. Um, I would like to talk to uh, my biological grandfather. Because if I would have knew 20 years ago who he was, mm-hmm. I would have just been trying to hang out with him. That'd you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I just would have been like, yo, I don't know who he was. This is what it is. And you're a jazz musician and I'm this musician. You know what I mean? So the, the what they say, the apple don't fall too far, far from the tree. tree. You know, and just been hanging out with him and just talking to him. And uh, just like really kicking it, like yeah, you know, we 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 wasn't raised together. You didn't know me, I didn't know you, but here's the time we have now. And I just would have been asking him all about, uh, you know, everything he'd been through in his jazz uh uh journey, experience. his experience and everything like that. And then I would have shared with him, you know, my experiences in hip hop. Well, what really stood out to me about him, and that's 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 amazing. Love that answer. It was kind of a no brain. I was like, I know who's going to say. I kind of knew that, but the fact that he he fought for artist rights—that's right. so major, that's right? That's major, major. Right. I mean, I just—he he was very. I mean, you're impressive, but he was a very impressive dude. So I, I, I right. want to talk to him because you're talking about in a time where that could have cost him his life, right? So for him to speak up and mm-hmm. just feel like you just come from a lineage. Of leaders that feared nothing, and it's like you know, I'm gonna say like what he, I have to he, say. He was like the Kanye of his time, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. I'm sure he was demonized. You right. understand yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And let me just uh, throw this in there. You know, um, I know this is off topic and not part of, of what we're talking about, but um, as you know, black people, I think we need to stick by our black people. Mm-hmm. Not even saying names. Sure, right. I mean, and this is this is, I think what's helpful about knowing your lineage, knowing where you come from. It's a sense of pride. But but more than that, you know, when you look back at history, our people had to stay united and stand united to, to move. They had to. Yeah. I mean, what they say, survival of the fittest. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. You know, exactly. And, you know, we shouldn't, we shouldn't take that for granted. We shouldn't. I don't, I don't think we should take it for granted. And, and uh, you know, look, man, we need to stick together because what we learn or what we are learning in our journey of finding out who our peoples were, is that they stuck together. And that's the only reason why we're hearing these stories. No matter what. It's because they stuck together, no matter what, right or wrong. It just makes us better. But we have to embrace it more. Yeah, I mean, and just speaking about embracing and learning again, I think it's so important for, uh, you know, I'm just saying straight up black people, African-Americans, however you identify, to really you know, research your, your, your people, research history. Cause I don't know if you knew before this, that you were a descendant of, of, a uh, uh, you know, a sergeant in the, in yeah. the, in the you know what I mean? Like to, to Owned be able to own house in the 1900s. Can you imagine Straight if up. you were able to say that in fourth Straight grade up. in front of your classroom? And no one right, would believe right, it. Right, right. No one would have believed not, it. You know, they didn't want us to say that. Mm-hmm. But nah. you know, it's, and, and you know, let's not, let's not stray from the fact that, that Bill Dixon, not only a renowned jazz artist, but he also served in World War II. Right. He was in the army. So, I mean, you have a, you, your background now is a military family. It's a, a musical family. You have right. reverence who are in family like this all is rich history Caribbean <laughs> so let me ask you I mean this is a lot of new information and of course over the years you've, you've obtained uh, plenty of information I know there's there's 
so much more to find. Is there something that you're still, that you still feel is missing or that, that, that is our next, uh, next venture, venture yeah. and, and next find? Yeah. Um, is it anything, do I feel like anything is missing? Um, all my life I felt like something was missing, at least since I was seven, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it's, you know, um, no, there's nothing missing. It's just more to gain. Absolutely. Well, as you know, I mean, this this journey doesn't end. We're always turning over a new leaf and, and, and finding new discoveries. And I think North Carolina is going to have a lot of our attention because <laughs> there was so much to uncover. Um, would you recommend, uh, I mean, or, you know, I already know the answer. Why would you recommend um, anybody do, doing this and, and learning more? What is, your, what is your take on that? Well, you know, I, of course, like you said, I would recommend uh, – you know, people trying to find their lineage, right? Why wouldn't you want it? I would recommend that it's it's an important thing because you everything kind of hinges on where you came from sure. and who your peoples are, right? Sure. That's what society is about. It's like what we do this, right? Whether you Vikings or you King Tut, sure. you understand what I'm saying? So. This is where I come from, and you have something to stand on that is proud. So I would say, no matter what, regardless, definitely try to find out uh, where you come from because I think that's important for you personally. I think that knowledge gives you a different sense of pride, and you, you might think twice before um, dismissing or, or causing harm to, to your so brothers and sisters. It looks like you, your sense of identity. <laughs> So I think one thing that I think we found, it's like, you know, like I said, we celebrate these holidays and some of these holidays are specific to different cultures. So like, for instance, like you found out that you have lineage from St. Kitts. So it's like, you ever notice when you meet a West Indian, they don't say they're African-American. They'll tell you exactly with I'm Jamaican, um, I'm right. St. Lucian. Right. Um, they they identify. Right. And like, you know, you meet somebody that's Asian, they'll be, oh no, I'm Chinese. Now right. don't call me Jack. What, because there's a specific culture that's attached right. and they take pride in that culture. Right. right. I find like, you know, a lot of us, we'd be like, yeah, I'm African-American, but what does that mean? So I feel like with, with the genealogical thing where people should really, you guys should really look into your lineage, lineage, it gives us a sense of identity. And not only does it give us a sense of identity, we give an identity to our children. So like Natalie was talking about, you go to school and you have these history projects, you go up in front of class you want to talk about your family, you want to be able to identify. I would love to say, like, if I was a child of yours, I clearly could because we're the same age, close yeah, to the like, same age or whatever. Right. So it's like, you know, you, your kid go to school and he's like, well, I found out, you know, my dad told me that my great grandfather in the 1900s had had a house. Teachers are going to be looking at him like, what? Mm-hmm. Now in this mm-hmm. day, because we're learning that the mm-hmm. history that has been taught to us is not the real history. Mm-hmm. That's a mind blowing situation yeah. right there. Like, really, tell me more. There's and right. it's just that you have so much history that your children can really dig into and it helps them to be more prideful in who they are. So when they present, who am I? Oh, I'm, you know, I'm the son of mm-hmm. half. I'm not going to say mm-hmm. your government because, you know, I'm the son of half. And what does that mean to you? Oh, well, let me tell you about my lineage and what my dad did, what my great grand how far back you want to go. Because we up. can do it. And Straight you know up. that it, it's like it comes with the sense of like, you know, you could puff your chest out like, you know what? I know where I'm from. Do you know where you're from? Right. So it, it equals the playing field. I like that. I mean, knowledge is power. We we just have to say that I, um, and I'm sorry, have, did you have something to say? No, no, no. I'm just listening. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it is, um, and 
there's no more denying, right? They can't tell me that I wasn't descendant of Thomas Jefferson, right? There, there's nobody that can take these these pieces away from you anymore and and just push you off the side. It's, it's documented. It's in records. I mean, I have your I have William Farabee's uh, pension records. Mm. It, it has his his wow. discharge papers. I mean, this is actual and factual. So yeah, I think it. Um, I think we all agree that it's really important that we um that we know where we come from. Yeah. It's funny. I mean, I don't even, although I'm the descendant, one of the descendants of Thomas Jefferson, that's not where I stand. I don't stand on that. You know, I love to talk about, you know, my third great grandfather who was in the Civil War, like who was part of the United States mm-hmm. colored troops who, who served this country, who lost a uh, part of his hand serving mm-hmm. the country. I mean, those are the stories. I, I'm, I'm truly American. And, you know, you know, my roots, obviously, they they. They start in other places, but for anybody to try to take away, you know, our rights or our, our given, you know, uh, uh, heritage is just, it's a shame and I'm not going to let it happen. Absolutely. Right. And, and, you know, hence you start in this podcast or, you know, just not even b- before the podcast, your interest in ancestry. Absolutely. I'm so excited to to dig further and let you know what other findings I have. I think um I think you would be doing yourself a favor to go down and check out that memorial for your great uh, great great grandfather and uh you know just something else for you to add to your to your heritage and your your story. So appreciate you. No, I appreciate you, and I'm gonna thank you for even helping me go down that road because uh, for a long time I was doing it unsuccessfully. But I had to reach out to the pros, and, you know, that was y'all. So thank you. Absolutely. Well, we are so honored to have had you on as our guest. You come back anytime. I'm pretty sure we're going to have a whole new book of information she to share. You know, more, I promise you that. <laughs> now we start to go, we start to go to Africa. Yeah. Like, you know, it might be a next level. So you definitely, I like that. Yeah. Um, I, you know, definitely, again, appreciate this. Um, but before you go, anything you want to tell us that you're working on? Anything upcoming that uh, your fans wouldn't hear about? Cause- oh, man. I mean, this is so off the cuffs real quick. What I'm working on, what I'm about to be working on, being that I found this information right now, I'm about to work on a whole documentary on this. So thank you. Exclusive. You heard it here first. Yes. Love it. I love that. That inspires you this way. Amazing. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, And, you know, anyone that wants to follow you, you're on Instagram. Yeah. Mob Deep Havoc. You can follow me. Uh, You know, that's the same as uh, Facebook as well. And, um, you know, I want to say rest in peace, Prodigy. Yes. You know what I mean? And I want to give a shout out to him in specific because his grandfather was a jazz legend and I just found out that Maz was too. So, you know, man. Yeah, you know what? Pretty dope. Definitely can imagine those two, you know, vibing together, or even if they weren't in the same uh, uh, era, just knowing of each other. I'm I'm pretty sure of that. So, I mean, I guess. familiar with one another. I think what I. Waiting for us to hear how you gonna remix some of your grandfather's work. I was like, just about to ask where you to look into that music and try to create. I'm remix. already ahead of you. I already made a beat. Uh, I, beat. I already yeah. made a beat off of his <laughs> off of his so music dope. already. Um, anyway, yeah. but you know how in the video games they make the dream teams of yeah. the NBA players mm-hmm. from different eras. That's yeah. right. I'm about to put Prodigy's grandfather and my grandfather together and yes. create a dream team Whoa. and a documentary. That's we'll gonna be so fun. I'm that. so excited. That sound so, that would be dope, and especially if you can use their music as uh, background music. That's it. Ambience. That's all I'm using. That'd be really amazing. That is really cool. 
I'm so excited. Definitely rest in peace to P. I mean, I think that him, y'all grandfathers, they're, they're looking down right now and, and they're, they're really, proud. They, yeah, they've got to be proud. I mean, think about it like this. If you, if you're a believer in this kind of stuff, it's like nothing happens by chance, right? His grandfather's a jazz musician. My biological grandfather was a jazz musician. And somehow, some way, me and these, me and Prodigy met up together. Right. Come on now. That's the hand of God right yeah. there. That's kismet. That's the word of the day. Right, there you go. Look it up. Love yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, this is not our last time. And, um, you know, let me know when you're down in Maryland. We got to get some some photos of uh, of that memorial and, and definitely keep that legacy going. Absolutely. For sure. Thank you. No doubt. Thank you, Have. Thank you, Keisha. Thank you to our listeners. We are so happy that you joined us today. We look forward to having you join us again as we discover some more amazing gems and in the meantime, you can follow us on Instagram at Jeans and Gems. <laughs>